Hey, hey, everybody, episode number 89. I'm just kind of moving along here. I just got some fast uh, current events and stuff and kind of a fast update on my foot after a surgery, my foot and my ankle, and uh, let y'all know where that is right now. But I'm supposed to be having my post-op appointment tomorrow, which I was really looking forward to because I was hoping she was going to write the order to go up and have... Um, some casting done for an AFO if the swelling, the swelling is looking a little better so I'm kind of hoping to get that order in because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to wait a couple weeks to get it done anyways just based on the schedule but uh, um, we're right in the middle of and I'm looking out my window right now and it's starting to snow finally and we are under a winter watch or advisory, whatever they're calling it until the middle of Wednesday and my post-op appointment is about an hour and a half away in another town in the middle of tomorrow on Tuesday <laughs> so I uh, I'm not sure if that's gonna actually happen or not we'll see kind of what what happens and play it by ear but man I'm hoping I make it over there for that I, I need to get that done and and let her check it all out and stuff and something that that I've been trying to do because the doctor has suggested doing this and she, you know, I've been doing the stretching. I keep stretching it out and, uh, I'm, I'm doing my diligence with that. But, uh, I think I was talking about how I was in this walking boot. I think I was explaining this last time I was in, I'm in this, this walking boot and, and it's a fairly secure boot, but for the amount of support that I need, it's just not been something that's that's worked for me it's I need more support but I've been experimenting with putting weight on it while I'm standing up and uh, not not to get into my personal business or anything but when obviously guys stand up to use the bathroom that's kind of where I've been uh, experimenting with the weight bearing side of things and uh, and that actually I, I tried it last night I went in there to use the bathroom and I was standing there and I, I was kind of leaned up against the wall beside the toilet a little bit and kind of just minimizing the amount of weight I was putting on it. I was like, you know what, just for just for that and giggles, I uh, I kind of leaned up a little bit and I stood and I actually put put quite a bit of weight on it and it was actually fairly comfortable. I was quite surprised, honestly, as to how how comfortable that was. So. I feel like if I can, you know, sometime in the next couple weeks, get casted for a new AFO and uh, maybe get that ball rolling and stuff. If I can get an AFO on this thing, um, I think the AFO will will be be my ticket to probably being able to walk around a little bit. Um, I've got the one foot that I'm used to walking on still good, but maybe use a walker or something and walk around a little bit. Um, until we can get this uh, other side done. And then the real challenge is going to start because I'm going to be completely out of balance and, and all kinds of stuff. But just just kind of a food for thought situation. Like I think I think if I can get that support around it, um, I'm going to be pretty golden. So I, I've got confidence in it, you guys. I'm not trying to get in a hurry or anything, but I am, if you <laughs> listen to this story from the beginning, I am a motivated guy <laughs> so I just uh, and I still got the motivation as bummed out as I am that I'm just kind of stuck here right now 
I am very motivated to keep this ball rolling to a better place in my life. And and uh, and that's what's important, you know. That's part of the lesson that I'm trying to throw out there with all of this stuff. And and uh, I want to keep it that way. Some current events for the day, though. Uh, about every school in the state of Wyoming was under lockdown for part of the morning due to a spam call that went out. It was a mass spam call, supposedly. I haven't gotten all the details. Uh, that there was an active school shooter, and it went out to several schools all over the state and my kids' school was one of them and I'm sorry I don't know what kind of sick uh, twisted mindset you have to be in to actually pull that off to cause an uproar and disturbance in so many different people including a bunch of children this stuff like the school my kids' school was in lockdown for a real event here recently and uh you know, they're still a little shook up about it. I mean, it's something that, that that's heavy on the minds. And we just had a, uh, a, a school shooting here a week ago down south in Tennessee that, that was a, a tragic situation. And, and uh, like, this is something that is on the minds of people heavy right now, including children, you know. But to cause that much of a disturbance in, in a bunch of kids and their parents... You should be charged and held responsible on on every count of that. I mean, they if you're going to pull something like that, that's that is completely out of line. I feel like you should be punished to the maximum on that. You just don't do that. I I don't know where, like I said, I don't know where the thought is with people that can do something like that, but it's just sickening to me. But it was disturbing to me. It was kind of I had a lot of anxiety for about 2 hours. Um, I was, I was actually trying to figure out how to get out to the car and be able to drive it with this boot on, uh, cause I, I was dead set. I was headed to town and bringing my kids home. Like I didn't know how or what, but, um, I was done with it after having the lockdown a few weeks ago and having somebody in that school, uh, with, with a weapon, like I'm already on edge about it. So it's like. We got to get this stuff under control. We have got to get our country under control. There's way too much, way too much out of line crap happening. And uh, it's ridiculous. Our upper management, I don't care which side of the line you voted for, the upper management in this country is completely out of line. And uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I don't know... I don't, I don't know who can't see that. If you cannot see that, you, you're, you're looking the wrong direction or something because it, it is so obvious. It is so obvious that we've got problems and it's problems that we need to fix. This country's sticking its nose in business that it shouldn't be sticking its nose in. And uh, we're spending money on all kinds of stuff. I, I just seen a thing the other day where they, they figured the amount of money we spent sticking our nose in the Ukraine-Russia dispute over there. Um, I, like, I care about people. I care about people as a whole. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we've got all these problems here. We got people shooting up schools and killing kids and stuff right here in our country. But we're going to send money over there. And that video that I was talking talking about, I watched the other day, 
was somebody sat down and figured out the budgets and the funding and everything and the amount of money that we spent over there trying to solve problems that aren't even ours to solve we can we can put security guards at sixty thousand dollars a year salary in every school in the united states but then at the same time i was wa i was watching uh retired military vets um a bunch of them have kind of pulled together and they're they're putting a word out there they are more than happy to act as voluntary security at schools why are we not taking advantage of this like i don't want to turn my podcast into a political episode but at the same time like these are real real things like these are things that people really really honestly need to think about like these are problems these are real problems and uh and it worries me it bothers me you know because i i am all for my my motivation my motivation in my life is to help people not just in my country but all over the world okay but i'm one guy and i do know that i prioritize what i have right here at my home and then where my kids are and it just kind of fans out from that i honestly i just honestly wish that the whole world would just back off shake hands and get over their shit. like i'm not not even exaggerating that's that's what needs to happen back off shake hands get over your shit. like i don't know a better way to put it but you guys are all putting the the our country and other countries you're putting so many different people so many different races so many different so many different innocent people all the way across the globe not just in the united states all the way across the globe so many people are at risk every single day because of piss poor decisions upper management in each one of our countries makes it's sickening it's sickening that humanity weighs on the decisions of corruptness and it and 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 the corruption that people that that want to be rulers like you go into that position like why don't why don't we have one thought that i want to make the world a better place why do we go into those positions with yeah i'm gonna bomb the shit out of these guys or something like it's just disgusting it's disgusting to me we need to get it stopped we need to fix it the sad part is is there's a hell of a lot more civilians in this in this world than there are rulers a lot of them all it takes is an ounce of courage in each one of them and can make a difference but but that's my piece that's my two cents for the day it's snowing like a son of a gun outside and uh i'm gonna move on with this story so i left you guys off in the last episode um i left you guys off in the last episode with i was coming back from colorado spring or from uh new mexico i was just outside of pueblo colorado sam and i had our final falling out sad sad situation honestly i it it crushed me it really did it crushed me you know that and it and it crushed me on a lot of different levels it didn't just crush me that my relationship ended as a matter of fact that part of it was the 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 smallest portion of it i i i was like what crushed me the most was that i knew a lot of the influence on 
ending that relationship was the fact that I was in a position, and this is a very vital thing, I was in a position that I was getting better and I needed to keep moving. And I needed to keep moving forward and I had to move forward for my kids and I wanted to be there for my friends and I had I just spent a year and a half in the hospital like and and I, I needed to go like my actions and and being active out there in the world was what was getting me better that's what was getting me better and getting me stronger and getting me more on my feet and and getting me out there and the problem is is Sam Sam had her situation come up and she was kind of stuck back in the beginning, kind of where I was when I first got out of the hospital, in a wheelchair, not walking, having an arm that doesn't work and, and that well and, and not being able to use a hand and having, a, having her, her physical challenges that came with this massive stroke that she had at such a young age. And there she was, stuck in the situation I was when I got out of the hospital. Stuck at home. Stuck with restrictions. You know, and... Sam just, uh... Sam didn't... Didn't... Know the, the next steps. Like, she, she knew a lot about how to handle the disability side of things and, and getting in and out of a wheelchair and she knew what AFOs were she was getting introduced to that um, and stuff like there was a lot that she knew just from experiencing me for a few months there that it was helping her but one thing that she didn't didn't know 100% and a lesson that, that I didn't teach her was if you end up in that situation, like how to handle it mentally to, to get through it. Because I know for a fact, Sam was going absolutely crazy. She was going crazy. She was stuck at home. Sam is a, one of the most social people I know. And, and that's one of the reasons I love that lady. She just, she is, she is so social and she, that's her life has always evolved sometimes it, it almost gets crazy with her because she's got to be the center of freaking attention everywhere she goes but she is such a vocal person such a vocal person and you just can't be that person when you're stuck at home so i know it was driving her crazy the problem was is i would be out running around with my kids and and getting my time in with my kids i mean i had a lot of making up to do and I had a lot of making up to do to so, with so many people, not just my kids, but some other parts of my family and my friends. And there was just, there was so much that I had to do and so many goals that I had. And like, I just couldn't stop. The problem was, is I would be out achieving these goals. And the whole time I've got Sam blowing up my phone. Well, where the heck are you? And then it turned into like accusations and stuff of me doing things that I'm not supposed to be doing and everything. And I, and I understand, like, I understand it because when you get to that point where it's almost like you're desperate to, to not be in a situation that you're in. And when you get to that level and your mind's just going stir crazy, 
your mind goes to the worst possible places. And it's 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 a hard lesson to learn. It is a very hard lesson to learn. And if I could go back at any given time and, and completely redo my Sam experience, I I would have tried to work with Sam more on patience for one. And I know she's gonna listen to this episode. And as soon as she hears me say patience, she is going to bust out laughing and she's going to send me a message. So, I, so, but Sam is one of the most impatient people I know. She's one of the most impatient people I've ever met. There's times Sam and I have had choice words because I'll be here a while back. I was in the middle of a conference call of some kind. I can't remember what the deal was there, but anyways, it was something important. And Sam had something just funny to tell me. And she starts blowing up my phone. And it started out with like 500 messages. And then it was phone calls coming in. And every time the phone call would come in, it would cancel me out and mess up our group uh, conversation that I was having. This this uh, this group phone call that we were trying to get through. And I was mad. <laughs> I, was, I was angry. I, was, I had to call her and I was like, Sam, you have got to quit doing that. Like, you just walked right into something really important that kind of messed it up and could have got me into some trouble and stuff with what we were working with. But, but it, uh, and, and, and that stuff, that stuff, I, like people got to work on that stuff and Sam knows it. And Sam's honestly been doing really good at working on it. Um, she's been doing really good. Actually, she's been very successful. I told her, I told her, what did I tell her the other day? I told her that, She's doing good enough that I'm going to have to make her a certificate of completion for the course of calm your shit. <laughs> so that was kind of, kind of our little inside joke from then on. So, but, uh, but no, when, when I was coming back from New Mexico with my buddy Jake and the phone calls started and there was accusations being made and, and just, just downright, like there was even some mean things said and stuff. And I finally just had to throw my hands up and I was like, you know what? We're going separate directions, you know, and, and, and not to sound like a mean guy or anything, but one thing that I, I made a pact with myself that I would not do because Sam, Sam had me angered in the very beginning when she had her stroke in the very beginning, I was angered and I, and even more than anger, I was hurt. Like I was, I was downright heartbroken. When I found out that the cause of this stroke that she had was an influence of, of drug activity, um, I was hurt. Like, I've been cheated on several times. I am that guy. I'm that guy that gets cheated on all the time. And I don't know why, because I'm a really laid back. I'm a good guy. I'm easy to get along with. And, but... I, I had the same pain in my chest uh, when I found out what caused Sam's stroke. The same pain that I got when I had been cheated on. I felt like I'd been cheated on again, only this time I got cheated on with uh, methamphetamines. And, and I, was, I was disappointed. I was, I was sad. I was hurt. But one thing that I that I made a pact with myself on was that there was no way I was walking away from Sam while she was in the hospital going through the things she had to go through to get better. 
I am not a guy to leave somebody behind like that. So my deal was is that I was going to stick that out. And and not just stick it out. Stick it out in hopes that it was going to work out. That we were going to work it all out. And it just... Uh, I, I did that because, you know... I felt like Sam needed me through that time. I felt like I was I was going to be the a good guy to to be by her side going through that them challenges and and help her through that. Even though I was angry and I was hurt and I felt completely betrayed, I wanted to be there for. Her, you know, and I there was no way I was going to leave her hanging on her own after that. Like everybody needs somebody and that's that's where I was and I and I tried. I gave it my best effort. And I did. I made it all the way till she got home and she was home for like a month um before before it got real real crazy between us and and it just got it got ugly, but I guess in a way the way the where my feelings went with the whole deal was that uh that I felt like I felt like when I was getting harassed and stuff for being out and spending time with my kids and my friends and and trying to keep myself getting better and making my gains and and Sam's just blowing me up the whole time and I don't believe that's where you're at and blah blah blah. You know, when when that was all going on, I just it was building up, it was festering up in my mind. I was sitting there thinking, "Man, I I did everything I could to stick this out." and and make this work and this is this is where we're at with it like i just it was something where sam and i sam and i were drifting and and i hated to see it end i really did i hated to see it end and it like i said it hurt my feelings even after even having that that disappointment in the back of my mind and stuff like even having that like i was bummed out that that our relationship came to an end and it was it was one of those things that i was trying to get get to uh, a point with her where we could kind of meet on some common ground cuz like i said i wanted to also be the guy that got her out and 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 got her back into the world you know um, the problem was it was a little different than when she did it for me when i was wanting to do it for her i was still very very handicapped there was no way, physically totally impossible, that I could have been that guy for her. So, but it all worked out. It all worked out because Sam met a great guy. We went separate directions. Um, I ended up buying her Explorer, so I had a, a vehicle uh, still because she wasn't going to be able to drive for quite a while, and that was all I had to get around. So we 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 left on mutual ground I, I actually really liked I did like the way we we parted ways I mean we parted ways on on kind of a mutual level so that was good that was good and mature of both of us I think but it wasn't long after that Sam Sam met a guy that she is still with to this day and and I liked the hell out of that guy he is he's he is plum awesome he's He's been a good guy and he's he is a guy that has has his challenges and stuff too he he he, uh, he fights some of his own challenges I, I don't have permission to share those so I'm not gonna get into his story but but he fights his challenges so in a way like they they uh, 
they match. They're like Lego pieces. They just they go together and and they've been great with each other and she helps motivate him and helps get him through things and and he does the same with her and they live together in a in a, in a decent apartment and stuff up there in Gillette and they're just they're having a, a life together, you know, and and that's what Sam needed and I, I really think that's what what the guy she's met, um his name is Lakota. Great guy. And I and I'm I'm really happy with with that relationship. I I am very supportive 100% of that relationship. I love that relationship. It's it's one of the fa- my favorite ones that I've seen come together and I've watched over over the last few years and and uh, it's a great thing. And it goes right back to everything happens for a reason. So that's what that's where Sam went. Uh, the cool part is is Sam is going to come back into the story a little later. So I've had people like, well, what's going to happen to Sam after you guys split up? <laughs> and Sam's coming back, you guys. Sam will be back on this show. As a matter of fact, Sam and I are talking about setting up another show. Um, just uh, just us and weird stuff that we like to conversate about. <laughs> so, But uh, it'll be a fun show. If that comes out, I will definitely let everybody know on here so they can jump around and listen. But yeah, so Sam will be back, you guys. No worries. What happened to Shane? Well, I'll tell you what happened to me. So I bought Sam's Explorer and uh, I didn't want to leave Gillette. I, I was, I didn't want to leave Gillette because I was worried about leaving Gillette and it was just going to totally separate me and the kids again. I didn't have any money. I wasn't getting disability or anything. Um, so I was just like, man, what? What in the heck can I do? Like I was, I was kind of at a loss as to what direction to go at this point. Cause I'm like, I just lost my living situation. I could easily go back to Jen and Nikki's. They would take me in any day of the week or year or decade. They're, they're awesome women. I love them to death. Um, the problem was, is I knew if I went back there, there was a lot of things that were going to come to a sudden stop. And that was, my resources Gillette's just got way more resources than Newcastle as far as physical therapy goes and uh, and and different things I was working on and my orthotics uh, guy um, Brody up there he was he's in Gillette and it's like man I, I need to be here in Gillette for the time like I just have so many things going in Gillette that are that's helping me out and so many more opportunities to get me up and running and, and to possibly make a little money and stuff with. So I made a deal with one of the local uh, uh, motels up there and I moved myself into a motel. We did some negotiating on some rates and some different different things. And uh, we got me into a handicap suite. So I had a good uh, accessible shower room to use and stuff and and it, and they treated me really well the the family that runs that motel they treated me really well they took me in and uh they worked with me really well on on the rates and paying them and stuff and and uh it was awesome so they put me up and the next thing i had to do was figure out how i was gonna start making a little bit of money and i wasn't i wasn't real sure how to go about doing it because i was still you know in and out of the wheelchair quite a bit i wasn't getting around that good 
And I was thinking, well, like, what about an office job? And at the same time, I'm thinking, man, but office work, they're going to want somebody that can actually type and take care of stuff. And and uh, I'm like, with my hands the way they are, I can barely hang on to a pen, you know? Like, So I was kind of at a loss as to what I was going to do. And I was laying in bed one night thinking about it. And I had bumped into an old, old friend... He was actually a guy that I did some work for long before this. And I would say 10 years earlier. Yeah, probably 10, 10 years earlier. I did some work for this guy. And he used to run a company down in Texas. It was a huge advertising agency. And his advertising agency blew up. He was, he was doing great with it. And I bumped into him at the local grocery store there in Gillette that I shopped at and I bumped into him and he asked how I was doing and what I was doing for income. And I said, man, I don't know. And I don't know what way to go with it. And, uh, the crazy part is him and I didn't end on the best terms <laughs> the last time I'd seen him. Uh, we actually dissolved out of a contract. We just weren't agreeing on the way things I have my ways of doing things. He had his ways. He wanted things done and, uh, we didn't end on the best terms. But we ended with a handshake, and I'm glad that we ended with that handshake because he sat there in that grocery store and sat down and talked with me for a minute. He's like, you know what? This is my number. This is my email address. Get a hold of me. He's like, I know a thing or two that can probably help you out. Just get you trained up and show you some things to get your situation better. And I'm going to get into that in the next episode, and we're going to see where this, this all goes. I hope everybody's staying warm out there. I appreciate y'all listening to me. I'm going to probably do a double down here. We'll see what I got for time. God bless. Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a great day.